We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies EdTech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com BE. Before we get into the interview, I wanted to also mention real quick that uh, it is the start of the school year. Some of you are going back to work this week. Some of you have already been back. Some of you never even left. And I want to take a moment to invite you to join the mastermind where I know your job is a lonely job and I know that it's challenging and I want to be there to be a support for you and I want to help you to be able to do all that you hope you can do this year. Uh, so go to transformativeprincipal.org slash mastermind and I'd love to have a conversation with you about how I can help you be the best principal possible. Thanks so much, and here's the interview. Welcome to Transformative Principle. This is episode 289, and I am excited to be here with Danielle Neufer. She helps reduce teacher stress and burnout while developing wellness and balance inside and outside the classroom with the support of Teaching Well, and you can connect with her at her website at teachingwell.life. Danielle, welcome to Transformative Principle. I'm excited to have you. Thank you so much for having me. This has been uh, a wonderful experience already. And we've just barely gotten started. So that's I know, it's awesome. <laughs> so will you tell us a little bit about who you are and your background and what led you to where you're at now? Sure. Okay, so I have been teaching since 2002, and I uh, definitely had that burnout at the beginning of my career. So, you know, that, that famous statistic of the five-year burnout of 50% of our teachers, that definitely was impacting me around the four or five-year mark. And I feel like I really um, didn't know if I was going to go back. And I, had, I went through a really, really painful time right around probably 2007 um, and found some relief and some help with uh, some mindfulness practices and some you know, really taking a deep dive and looking at my own, uh, you know, my own stress and, and that sort of thing. And it, and it helped for a while, you know, it, it helped, um, 
in my personal life. It helped me balance a little bit at school. But what I found as I've been thinking about this more is that I went through kind of a a second burnout, like around year 10. I don't know if you can relate to that um, at all, but a second year of burnout or a second like bout of burnout around 2010. And I knew I loved teaching. I knew I loved being uh, a teacher. And I also, you know, uh, didn't want to leave a profession that I had been in and like really was passionate about. So I went on, uh, kind of a, a, a quest of like, what am I going to do with this? And uh, I decided to take a sabbatical um, for two semesters, um, two spring semesters in the spring of 2015, 2016. And I discovered mindfulness for educators. So it took that mindfulness practice that I had been doing on my own and kind of really looked at how it worked in the classroom and that once I discovered that for myself, that I couldn't keep it just for myself, um, I had to pass it on to other educators. And I started teaching well in 2016. And I've been kind of making that my life's work. In addition, I'm still a teacher, but um, my life's work and my life's passion is to, to give this, um, this practice of mindfulness to, to educators. Um, and I feel like that is the next phase of my, my journey is to, to help support educators. Although I'm still in the classroom, I use these practices myself all the time. So I'm consistently revamping them and um, finding ways to help teachers with their own struggle with stress and burnout. Danielle, can you share with us how you got started in supporting other teachers with this? Oh, good question. Um, So I think what it was, was that after I started to, you know, I was almost in my 30s, like I was, you know, things were going well, I was taking on a lot of responsibilities at work that I started to do once I felt better, you know, you feel better. So you start to not do the same things. I'm not taking care of myself as much. I'm maybe um, the yearbook advisor, then I'm doing this thing after school. I'm getting married, you know, all those things um, started to add up again. And nothing I was doing was ever going away. So like within those next five years, it was almost like, I feel better. So let me take on this thing and let me take on that thing. And, and I never wanted to, or I never got the message, oh, you need to relinquish something. Like there's only 40 hours in your day and um, you can only do so much with or 20, 40 hours, 40 hours in your week, work week, 24 hours in your day. Um, there we go. There we go. Um, 24 hours in my day. And I, I just didn't want to let anything go or didn't know how. I had a really hard time. And I think a lot of teachers do with saying no to things. Um, I'm a really hard worker, uh, you know, so I thought, yeah, I'll just take that on. I can do that too. And I think that caused, you know, just another round of the burnout. So one of the things that we struggle with as educators is we always want to be seen as the best person. We're so giving, we, we see this as a calling and we sacrifice all the time. How do you help teachers get better at saying no to all these additional things that they could be doing because frankly you sometimes feel like a bad teacher when you say no so how do we help teachers learn to say no in a powerful way 
Oh, such a good question. So what I try to help um, the teachers I do, uh, what I try to help them work with is how to reframe their no. So a great book, if, if anybody's looking for an excellent book to read, is called Essentialism um, by Greg McEwen. Yeah, that's, that book changed my life. That book allowed me to figure out how to say no, but reframe it as in I'm saying yes to other things. So I try to help people reframe what a no means. And instead of, because sometimes people say, well, no is a complete sentence. That's how you should say things. And sometimes that just doesn't sit right with me. And I don't think it sits right with a lot of teachers sometimes where they're like, I want to give an explanation, but you could just say no for now or no, let me get back to you so that you don't have to say automatically go to yes right away, especially if it doesn't fit into your schedule. So I try to have people also reframe, like I said, that what does yes mean? Yes means um, maybe yes to other things that um, I have more time for my family and more time for, you know, the things that I do outside of school so that I can be better inside the classroom. Um, Another thing that I try to have my teachers work on is giving some of the things that you're doing to other teachers that might have more time now. You know, there's a lot of, like when I got to the 10 year mark, I was thinking, oh, well, I who else can do all these things? And I looked around, there's a lot of other teachers who would probably love to do some of the activities that I was involved in. So it was almost like I needed to look at, if I was holding on to all these things, I wasn't giving others opportunities to grow and to, to take on roles and to work with kids the way I was working with them. So I, I, I really like the idea of just reframing that no to meaning expanding the reach for the kids. The kids can have other people working for them um, or with them and, um, you know, reframing it to say, oh, how do I say yes to those other things? Yeah, reframing the no is really, really powerful. Um, can you talk a little bit about your Summer of Self-Care series on your blog at teachingwell.life? I think that's really valuable. I'd love to hear you talk a little bit about that. Sure. So because we're so inundated and busy during the school year, I thought it would be nice for each week us to take a pillar of self-care and kind of explore it. And each week, um, I think we're in the middle, I think we're at week three or four. Um, We're in the middle and we have about three weeks to go. So each week is going to um, take you through an activity or I'm sorry, resources first. You get a bunch of resources uh, that I've curated and kind of said, here's some great self-care about, I think the first week was personal growth. The second pillar was, uh, passion and purpose. Uh, The third week was the financial life. And then the fourth week is, oh goodness, the fourth week is physical space. So our environment. So that's coming out. Uh, The fifth week is health. The sixth is relationships. And the last week is uh, fun and play. So each the idea is that each week you're going to just do a deep dive into this particular self-care piece because we don't ever have time to do those deep dives in the school year. And you get to rediscover some things about yourself and you get to kind of work on things without it being like drudgery, like, oh, I have to 
do all these things. No, we, we like have some fun and discover some things about our passion that we may have forgotten, uh, in the, in the midst of the school year. So, um, I got this idea because I was teaching a course, um, this past spring and it was called self-care for the selfless educator. And this is what the course was, was I did teacher wellness coaching each, uh, every other week with the teachers. And we also did a deep dive into like one facet of self-care that they could do. And it kind of like was really complimentary. They had their self-care goal. And then we talked about, um, how to, to cover like their whole, whole self instead of just, you know, one component. Yeah, Danielle, I think that this series on summer of self-care is really powerful and important and a good reminder to not just focus on, um, you know, things that are related to work, but also focusing on other things. You know, I, my wife and I have talked about opening a Roth IRA for our retirement for (laughs) years and we just haven't ever done it. And here's, you know, a good time this summer. I finally said, okay, we're going to make it happen this summer. And the summer is a great time to be thinking about those kinds of things. So what is it that each teacher should do to uh, take better care of themselves this year? Mm, That's a good question. Um, I think that one of the things that I would love for teachers to to keep in mind is that burnout and stress is common, but it doesn't have to be normal. You know, so so I would love for teachers to to know that, like, yes, it's it's common for us to feel this stress, but burnout and and this over overworking and this like piling on doesn't have to be what teaching is. So there is a, there is a solution. And I, and I talk about this a lot. Um, and in the courses that I teach and the things that I write, and it's really empowering. And the solution is that we, each of us individually are the solution. Like nothing has to change with the government and with our principals and with our students and with our classes. But when we take ownership of, okay, I don't want to feel this way anymore. There are solutions and it begins with us. And what I like to say is that um, nothing needs to change, but everything can change when we change. So I would just love for people to hold on to that because that is, it's not just like talk, it's, it's real. And it's, um, it's meant to give you hope, but it's meant to be real because there, this, there are solutions and we just need to take those small steps and they add up to big, big change. So Danielle, the last question that I ask in every interview is what is one thing that a principal can do this week to be a transformative leader like you? Mm, one thing. I think I just go along with the same um, kind of kind of thread that I just said, and start with yourself. So, if you would like your teachers to, you know, alleviate their own stress, you're going to ask them to do that thing. So, what can you do to take care of yourself so that you're being that role model? Because so often, I think that's what teachers need is they need somebody showing them like it's okay 
to, to step out of the classroom and take a breath. And it's okay to leave when it's time to leave and not stay till six o'clock. So be that role model in self-care and stress management and all of those things that you want your teachers to do. Because if we see our principals doing those things, then we'll, we'll kind of say like, it'll be easier for the teachers to take that upon themselves and do that for themselves. Um, you did uh, mention before we started recording that you've got a uh, back to school bundle for uh, listeners of this podcast so that people can get that. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. So um, I put together three free resources for um, the the podcast listeners, and it's going to be a, a free offer of four stress care solutions in five minutes a day, and then 10 tools to reduce stress in the classroom and a checklist for how to get to a 40-hour work week. So you'll have access to those three um, kind of guides and checklists so that you can start your school year, um, you know, on the right foot. Great. And so the link to that will be um, in the show notes, and that's at teachingwell.life slash principles. So make sure you go to transformativeprincipal.org slash slash episode 289 for the show notes or teachingwell.life slash principles. And Danielle, thank you so much again for being part of Transformative Principle. It was great to talk with you today. Thank you so much. It was great to be here and um, have a great rest of your summer. Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com BE. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all of those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flexible time without all the headaches you get with it usually. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE.